Welcome for another round of our favorite sport, it's real estate. And John, what are the big stories we're talking about today uh, on Vancouver Real Estate? Uh, Good morning, Ian. Well, we know the story about uh, the foreign buyer tax. We're going to touch on that a bit throughout the show and and look at uh, the effects that uh, this has had uh, a week after. But uh, first of all, some of the headlines from the week that was a high-profile real estate mogul denying claims he had inside knowledge of the foreign buyer tax, which went into effect this past week, real estate marketer Bob Rennie released a statement saying he did not have nor was given advance warning of the 15% tax foreign uh, targeting foreign buyers. It's a claim that uh, first circulated in the Globe and Mail from a report quoting Rennie saying he knew three weeks ago the tax was coming, but at a lower rate. Uh, that had uh, BC NDP's housing critic and the rest of the NDP's wondering why a BC Liberal insider would be given that special treatment. And uh, that was one of the big stories from the week. Uh, another one, Ian, concerns being raised over Quebec's immigrant investor program and its effect on BC's ho- hot housing market. Premier Christy Clark's spokesperson, Stephen Smart, told Ian Young of the South China Morning Post that Clark brought it up with Quebec's premier. Now, Smart says the program is actually under review. The report says that Quebec wants to keep investors from straying, but... Does the program put pressure on prices here in Metro Vancouver? We reached out to UBC economist Tom Davidoff, who thinks so. Using the back of an envelope, I came up with a number in the vicinity of 4 to 10% decline if you just totally took it away. Davidoff says it could be complementary with BC's new 15% clamping down on foreign buyers. He kept those policies in place for a couple of years that they would add up probably to a significant weakening of demand in this market and hence uh, a reduction in prices. Now, Ian, if you're not familiar with Quebec's Immigrant Investor Program, it gives immigrants permanent residency status, the program does in Canada, in exchange for an interest-free loan of $800,000 to uh, the government. Well, we had some housing sales numbers out this week, and uh, we also spoke with Tom Davidoff about those. If I had to guess, I would expect a weak August. This market, of course, has continued to surprise me and other observers with its resilience. Metro Vancouver home sales took a dive in July, down 18% from last year and 26% from last month. And it's fueling speculation the market's experiencing a downturn. Uh, Davidoff says he wants to see more data before drawing that conclusion, but admits August looks to be slower than normal. I would expect August to be weak relative to last August, uh, and given the property transfer tax, weak uh, relative to uh, this past July, too. Now, with uh, home sales in Greater Vancouver at their lowest level since January, realtor Aaron Jasper says it feels just like a lull in the market. He doesn't see this as the beginning of a major price correction. People really were were beaten up and and quite bruised with that early uh, spring and summer market. And I think, you know, summertime comes, people are wanting to get out and just enjoy a bit of the weather. And uh, I wouldn't be surprised if coming into our our September that we see uh, that August has picked up. Now, realtors are saying that uh, Toronto's red-hot real estate market could get even hotter as foreign nationals now look to dodge this 15% tax and you know seek new places to invest in. Diane Usher is a Toronto-based realtor. She's with Royal LePage, and she tells us some foreign buyers were already uh, flocking to Toronto as uh, soaring home values keep going up here in Vancouver, pricing them out of this market. Uh, she says that the tax will only help uh, make Toronto more attractive, of course. Uh, some agents predicting that all segments of Toronto's housing market will get pricier that's condos also detached single family homes uh, the average cost of a home in the city in june was more than seven hundred forty six thousand dollars and vancouver's home prices averaged uh, just over a million dollars as you know 
Now, the city of Vancouver Ian, reached out and reached an agreement with occupants of a tent city. This is at 58 West Hastings. I don't know if you've driven by and seen this, but uh, they have plans to develop the property and they want to make it 100% social housing. Right now at the site, it's full of tents and people living in them. Vancouver Mayor Gregor Robertson met with housing activists and he pledged to speed that project up. We're committing to taking this to rezoning next year in the first half of the year. Uh, that building could be as many as 300 homes in it. We're going to be putting pressure on the B.C. and federal government to commit to making sure that all those rooms can be at shelter welfare rates. Residents have been camped out at the site since early July, demanding action on social housing. In the meantime, they say they have no plans to leave the site. And again, you heard Robertson saying he's going to reach out to the province and the feds to secure funding. And uh, that could take some time, as we know, as far as developing that site. Now, 29 people camped out on Victoria's courthouse lawn have now moved into new social housing. Jamie Green is one of them. It's me and my partner that have moved out of Tent City together. Or how they um, manage that is they give us each a room close, like side by side or or right across the hall. We can um, live like the couple that we are. But the former central care home on Johnson Street, slated for 147 units, is actually behind schedule. And uh, the society says they're starting to move people uh, this past week in there. So we we talk about 10 cities, Ian, and it's just another uh, story related to uh, the housing affordability issues and crisis that's going on throughout BC, not just here in Vancouver. Those are just some of the stories that made headlines this week. I have a feeling we'll have more as we uh, move along this morning, and we'll look for your input as well. We'll take a quick break, and we'll come right back with more on Vancouver Real Estate Today on News Talk 980 CKNW. Welcome back. John spoke to the chief executive officer of the Fraser Valley Real Estate Board, Rob Phillip, to see how many deals, if any, have fallen apart since the B.C. government implemented the foreign buyer tax last week. We're continuing to track the numbers on a daily basis. I'm aware of five collapsed deals on Friday. I'm aware of two collapsed deals uh, yesterday. Uh, that's Wednesday. I'm aware of two more collapsed deals on uh, Tuesday. And, you know, for us, the big issue is, you know, we're, we're, we're supportive of affordability. We want affordability, but we just need, we need to have this process thought through carefully. Uh, you know, when, in my mind, when government intervenes in the market, it often has unintended consequences. And when I think about what's going on uh, with this tax, it was brought in, in my opinion, for the luxury homes on the west side, and it's impacting our whole region in the Fraser Valley. Uh, it, there's a domino effect taking place. Now, I know this has been well documented, but, uh, you know, it's not just the buyers that are impacted, the foreign buyers here. It's the sellers, is it not, in in, uh, in your region as well? Completely. When, when you have... So, so in the case, in this particular instance, if you're going to introduce a tax, we're saying that's up to government. They want to introduce a tax. They should really uh, coordinate with us and get some input from the industry, which they have not done. But in this instance, there has been no grandfathering clause. So they've come in, put a tax in as of August 2nd, and any deal that was caught up. So when we did a deal two weeks before that, all of a sudden they've changed the rules in between. When a new deal like that is basically when a deal is done, one end of it collapses because a foreign buyer doesn't want to complete, that seller has already committed somewhere else to another property, and so now it has a domino effect. And, it, and we're seeing three, four deals affected all the way down the line. The average Canadian, 
which which is who we're trying to protect is being impacted in this in this area right have you heard any personal stories of, of uh, buyers, of foreign buyers that uh, perhaps just bought here and, and now, you know, they're looking at an extra $100,000 or something like that? Uh, I've heard a few stories from some realtors. Just wondering if you've heard anything that uh, has kind of, uh, you know, uh, hurt the heartstrings a bit. I, I have. I mean, I have. I hear all kinds of stories. I don't I don't have names per se. You'd have to speak to realtors specifically around that. But I absolutely have heard of deals. I've just heard of an, an interesting deal, which was um, a land deal where a foreign buyer purchased a piece of land for about $6 million, and it was going to be subdivided and redeveloped into about 30 plots of land. They've pulled out of the deal now because they're going to have to pay an extra 15% that they're going to have to play close to a million dollars extra on that hundred six hundred thousand on that six million dollar deal. That's one extreme of a deal. Um, I've also heard of of situations where you have professionals that were trying to recruit into the Fraser Valley region, Langley, White Rock, you know, Delta, Surrey, and these are people coming in from the states. For example, it could be a medical doctor or a nurse. They come in. They, they spend the average, which is about $800,000. That's an average home in the Fraser Valley, detached home. Now they're having to spend an extra $120,000. These are people that are going to be working here, living here. They're not Canadian citizens. They don't have a social insurance number. They're caught in the same rule. And I don't think that's the intent of the government because we're now all of a sudden these people are, are reassessing and going, well, maybe we should be going to a different province in, in Canada as a result of that. Now, I spoke with the BC, uh, BC Land Title and uh, Survey Authority. They say, like, I think 15,000 transactions were filed in the final two days before uh, the attacks actually kicked in. And then I spoke with a couple of realtors. One gave me an estimate that he, he suggests around 4,000 transactions actually fell through uh, before this, this tax came into effect. Uh, do you have any, any ballpark figures or numbers um, you, would, you would suggest were impacted uh, before uh, the deadline hit? Great question. I don't have specific numbers to that effect. I wouldn't want to give you misinformation. What I can tell you is uh, I was speaking to an office two days ago. I have 120 offices in my region. They just this week had four deals collapse as a result of this. And so if you were to take that and say there's 120 offices, there's four deals, that could be 500 deals that might collapse. And that's just the beginning. So there will be people who've been scared away last week. It's completely shaken the market. And, you know, we, we, again, it comes down to us. We, we are in support of affordability. What we want the government to do is really reassess, A, is it having the impact you really want? In my opinion, the luxury buyer on the west side is not going to be impacted by a 15% tax. They'll continue to buy if they want. And what's really happening is the average, the smaller buyers, the ones that really we still need to have in this market as a result of recruiting for jobs, those are the guys that are absolutely impacted. And then the domino effect is, is impacting everybody else. So I'm saying, first of all, let's grandfather this. So anybody coming in doing a new deal, 
that seems reasonable. You don't want to change the rules. It's it, this is a business-friendly government. This is not at all a business-friendly move. It, it makes no sense to me the way they brought it in. Uh, just switching focus for a moment, and I know um, Rob, you you released some stats uh, yesterday, I believe, and they were the July numbers. Um, I, I don't, don't know if you have them in front of you, but uh, essentially uh, we're seeing the same thing in, in the Greater Vancouver Board, where uh, sales this July over last July were up, but from July to June kind of dipped down a bit. Can you give us a snapshot of what's happening? in in the uh, Fraser Valley as far as housing sales go this past month? Our July for 2016 is probably pretty consistent with what July was for 2015. July is always down a little bit. August will be down even further. I'd say the last week of July was lower than expected, and I think part of it is scaring off the market, having an impact as a result of the tax. But generally speaking, the volumes are, are still still consistent, um, I have to say, you know, from our, from our numbers point of view. And I would say that our foreign buyers uh, typically make up 3 to 5% of our transactions in the Fraser Valley. But our numbers are, are, are relatively strong. We have absolutely seen a slowdown in the, uh, from the point of view of when, when you track transactions and how quickly a house is sold from the day it's listed, that number usually has been very quick in the last few few months. That has slowed down a little bit, which has basically equalized the market somewhat. What it's done is it's actually allowed buyers to actually take time, maybe not get rushed into multiple offer situations, maybe do a little more research into the property, see if exactly what they want. It's calmed things down from that point of view. But I don't think the tax has anything to do with that. That's just strictly the general market conditions, you know, the cyclical side of our market. And, and that's usually what happens. August will be even slower, typically, right? That's what happens. Yeah, maybe uh, people are taking some time to actually do a home inspection now. Who knows, right? Exactly, yeah. It, um, people, it, it affords people a chance to take a, to take a breath, deep breath, and think about things rather than rushing. The one thing that stuck out uh, for me, and this is just a, the last uh, note here, uh, Rob, is you guys received um, uh just over 3,000 new listings in July. That's actually up over July of last year, uh, a bit of a decrease from June. But, you know, that's kind of yeah. the, the story in, in Greater Vancouver that, you know, the, the prices are going up because there's less on the market because if people sell, well, where do they go? They don't want to buy anywhere else because they can't afford it. Um, yeah. Can you talk a bit about, uh, uh, you know, what you're seeing as far as the, the attitude towards people that are listing their homes and why maybe some are hesitant or why more people are, are jumping on board? There's a whole lot of things going on in the marketplace. It's very interesting. Um, uh, typically in the past, if somebody wanted to sell, they would list their home and then they'd sell and then they'd ultimately go and find somewhere else to live. This marketplace, though, has caused uh, sellers to really think where they're going before they sell. So that's partly where the domino effect comes in. And if you're about to sell your home in Langley, you really want to think about where you're going next. So you want to actually, in some cases, often make a purchase before you actually put your house up for sale. So that's causing the marketplace to change. What we've also noticed, which is a little bit healthier, um, it's unrelated to the tax, but it's just the nature of the cyclical side, is we have been having roughly 50% of our listings sell, which is a huge number. Uh, We are typically more in the range of 20%. We like to see that number at about the 20% because what it does is it creates more of a balanced market. Now, what we're seeing now at the end of uh, sort of late July and early August, that number is sitting more around the 33% mark. So it means one out of three homes that are actually being listed are selling relatively quickly. That's a health, healthier market than one out of two. 
one out of two means there's just not enough uh, supply in the market to, to, to satisfy demand, and, and it's causing you know multiple offer situations, et cetera. So there is a little bit more balancing going on, but again, in my mind, it's just the cyclical side of the business. It's nothing to do with the tax. That's John Meyer's conversation with Rob Phillip, who is the chief executive officer with the Fraser Valley Real Estate Board. Uh, John, uh, a conversation that uh, I, I take uh, is something that they're finally getting the notice that they'd hoped for for a long time in the Fraser Valley. Yeah, and you know what? Uh, he talked a bit there about home sale numbers as, as well as talking about the impacts of the foreign buyer's tax. And uh, essentially, to sum it up, uh, Ian, he, he talked about the fact that, you know, he talked to, uh, they have 120-some-odd um, uh, companies in the Fraser Valley Real Estate Board, and he said just one had four deals fall through since his tax was implemented. So imagine each of those 120 had four deals fall through. That's a significant amount in just the Fraser Valley alone. Not saying that's the case, but he's saying, you know, that could be the case. He had four deals this past week, uh, sorry, a total of six deals, I guess, this past week that he knows for sure fell through. So, uh, you know, he's seeing things uh, already. Everyone's saying, wait four to six months, and then we'll know the true impact of this. I wanted to just find out after a week what what actually is the case, and and Rob just uh, gave us some insight into that. Uh, Also, I'm going to reach out, and we're going to talk with Jonathan Cooper. He's the vice president of McDonald uh, Real Estate Group, and he has some interesting stories as well on the same issue about the foreign buyer's tax. And just quickly, Ian, on the Fraser Valley Real Estate Board uh, home sales numbers, uh, you know, that's been the hot spot. Everyone thinks Vancouver numbers are through the roof and, and have been uh, Fraser Valley has been insane this year, and he's seeing the same thing that uh, we're seeing here in Vancouver. Out of the first six months, things were gangbusters. Homes mm-hmm. were selling like hotcakes, and now they've gradually slowed down. We're in the summer months. You know, everybody, nobody buys in the summer. Everyone gets ready for, for the school, start of the school season. and uh, Or holidays. Or yeah, you way. know, it's, it's always a slow month. So You know, I, it just got me thinking, because when we, see, when we look at numbers and you look at Vancouver City, it's actually quite low when you compare it to, in terms of foreign buyers. When you look at Richmond, and you look at what surprised me was the amount of foreign buyers moving into Burnaby. We ought to take a look on this show at what's happening in those areas because those areas are hit even harder. And yet, I don't hear anybody screaming about it. So it's interesting. Uh, we have much more coming up, including a chat with Jonathan Cooper. He's the vice president of McDonald Real Estate Group on Vancouver Real Estate Today on News Talk 980 CKNW. We are always interested in what you have to say and want to provide you an opportunity to say it. Uh, you can call us anytime at 604-280-9898 if you've got something on your mind real estate related, particularly in the Metro Vancouver area. Or if you're on the road and you're uh, with your mobile phone, it's star 9898. Uh, John, you uh, had a conversation with Jonathan Cooper. Yeah, Jonathan Cooper's with, he's the vice president of McDonald Real Estate Group. And we talked about this foreign buyer's tax. And I, I just kind of asked him the same thing. I wanted to look at, you know, not four to six months down the road. just wanted to see what the immediate impact was. You had come out and talked about this tax before it's happened. Uh, now that it's happened, uh, can you uh, provide any uh, any reaction, any insight, or any uh, suggestions as to how many uh, real estate transactions were affected today? I think some people in the media shared, uh, not in the media rather, but somebody in the development community shared the number of something like 3,000 pre-sale transactions affected. And certainly we know from our own experience there are hundreds if not thousands of transactions in the resale market also affected. 
we, we had stories this morning of people, you know, flocking to other markets and, and getting out of uh, Vancouver, perhaps going to places like Toronto. Uh, speaking with your clients and people in your, in your firm, are you, are you hearing the same thing or seeing the same thing that people are just avoiding Vancouver now? I think it's too soon to, to say, as you said, that the tax just took effect, you know, at midnight last night. However, I will quote one uh, new immigrant family with whom I spoke last week, and they're immigrating here with their family for mainly for education and quality of life reasons. They bought a home on Bowen Island for about 765000 Firm deal. It doesn't close for, it wasn't supposed to close until well after August 2nd. And uh, this tax, because of its retroactive nature, increased their, their cost on a binding contract by you know, over $100,000. And anyway, the father said to me that this, this quote-unquote, had shaken his confidence in Vancouver and in British Columbia as a place to invest and raise his family. So I think there will be an effect. I'm just not, I'm not sure if we can tell yet. I've read anywhere from four to six months until we actually uh, can understand the impact of this. Would you agree with that? I would agree with that. I think that's prudent. The fact is we still have very low inventory. We have positive population growth. We have a sustained period of low interest rates. And this is still an amazing place to live, right? So I think there's solid fundamentals in the market, which to me would indicate that, uh, yeah, it'll take some time, but I think the market will, will, will balance out. And let's not forget, historically, August is al- always a relatively slow month. So I, we certainly won't know much until the fall as to what the impact will be. We know the summer months are typically uh, slower. We know also the first six months of, of this year, you know, sales were going gangbusters. And then we've yes. kind of, we've kind of seen, you know, year-over-year gains, but month-to-month uh, month, uh, things have, have cooled down. Um, for us to get a real true picture of, of this year, year in BC real estate, uh, what month would you say we could get a good snapshot of what's actually happened and, and get a true picture of, uh, of the state of, of the market here? Taking into consideration the tax, you mean? The new tax? Yes, yes. Yeah, I would say October would be a month that I'm looking at personally because then you're into the fall. There's, you know, there's usually an uptick in activity, and then you'll be able to gauge, you know, how much new inventory has come on. What are the expectations of buyers and sellers? Again, let's not forget, by the government's own data, foreign buyers were maybe 10% max of the market at any one time. I think their first study showed more like 5% in Metro Vancouver. So the vast majority of the market is still operating in the local supply and demand economy. Just again, can you can you explain how many uh, real estate deals uh, perhaps could be in limo because of the new tax? Things I read last week and people I talked to in the development industry indicated there could be as many as 3,000 pre-sale transactions. And we know from our own experience across our offices in Metro Vancouver and hundreds of agents working with their clients, there would be at least hundreds, if not a few thousand additional resale transactions that were imperiled as a result of the retroactive nature of this tax. Again, what I want to focus on here a little bit is everyone has talked about the pre-sales. And I recognize that that's certainly an issue, but there was, there was, again, hundreds of transactions in the resale market. New immigrant family on one side, like the family I just told you about with the home on Bowen Island, Canadian seller on the other side. Many of those deals were put into jeopardy, and it wasn't just the new immigrant families. It was the Canadian sellers who had a firm and binding contract. The buyer might not be able to complete because 15% is a substantial increase in cost on, on, a, on, a, on a firm and binding contract. And those people, those Canadian families, those sellers had plans for that money. Some of them have even gone on to buy their next home because they didn't want to be out of the market. And now the initial transaction is in jeopardy. So there's going to be a ripple effect here, which I think will take some time to work through the market. We heard about uh, you know the the rush for people to get deals done yesterday. I'm uh, just curious as to uh, how your office handled things yesterday and, and what the what the situation is today. We advised our clients as, as is our fiduciary responsibility 
as to you know, what's best in their circumstances. And, and so if they were able to coordinate a closing prior to August 2nd, we certainly assisted with that. As of today, we just have to make sure our clients are fully informed if they are not permanent residents or Canadian citizens that the game has changed moving forward and this new 15% tax has to be taken into consideration. That was a good conversation with Jonathan Cooper, uh, John from McDonald Real Estate Group. Uh, it's interesting to see uh, uh, the position that different people from different aspects of the, the real estate industry are looking at this situation. Uh, let's take a break, and then we'll jump on and take some – we have some callers on the line. Barbara is next. Uh, if you want to join us uh, with anything having to do with the real estate in this market or the topics that we've already covered, feel free to join us. 604-280-9898, star 9898 on your mobile. And, of course, you can always tweet at us at CKNW. This is Vancouver Real Estate Today, News Talk 980 CKNW. We want to hear from you uh, what your feelings are on what's happening with real estate today in Vancouver. 604-280-9898, star 9898, or tweet at us at CKNW. Good morning to you, Barbara. Oh, good morning. Um, I have a question for you. Um, I am Vancouver born, as a matter of fact, third generation. Wow. Okay, and you're I, the one. I just bought the my first home, and I was gobsmacked with the tra- property transfer tax. Mm-hmm. I it was only um, seven hundred. $38,000 because it badly needed repair and particularly it had been updated for more than 45 years. And I had plans to, first of all, update the hydro. Well, that all went out the window with the transfer tax of $8,000. Now, I think that is obscene. Were you warned about the land uh, the land transfer tax before? Or were you aware of it? Well, I but not for first time Canadian citizens. It's the first time I've ever owned a home. Well, then you you should have had some break as a first time buyer. Well, that's what I thought, but uh, no, apparently not. And I'm sorry if CC thinks I'm, she's going to and the Liberals think they're going to get my vote. We just adore our Vicky Huntington. Yeah, how do you really feel about it? I beg your pardon. I say, how do you really feel about it? Oh, oh, oh. Uh, you wouldn't really want to know. <laughs> so, uh, did your did you use a realtor? I'm guessing you did. Um, actually, no. Okay. And and how did you purchase this home? Um, well, I cashed in everything I owned. No, no, but did you did you to, have an agent help you with the to, deal to to, to do to no, do the transaction? No. Did you use no. a lawyer? Obviously, no, 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 no lawyer, no notary. <laughs> so, um, actually, I was so disgusted with the lawyer because he got the uh, wording all wrong in the contract. So I went to a notary, and he cleared, he fixed it up for me. Good. I'm glad that that worked out for you. And I'm sorry there's a bit of confusion. If you want to drop us a line, uh, Barbara, and, and give us a little bit more detail, I'm still kind of wondering why there was no 
uh, a break on that property transfer tax. So there might be some confusion on that. Maybe I'm not understanding, but feel free to uh, go to our CKNW website, cknw.com, and you can drop us a line, and then we can try and sort through this if we can for you in any way. 604-280-9898 if you've got something on real estate that's uh, either bugging you or maybe... I'd like to hear from somebody, John, who actually likes this 15% tax. Uh, now, you've been away, mm-hmm. um, and you came back to this kind of firestorm, if you will. What was your reaction when you came well, back? Well, I, I heard all about it in Toronto. So they're talking that, about it yeah, there. Yeah, they're, they're definitely talking about it there in Toronto, and, and I heard all about it, and I have some real estate friends here in Vancouver who, who talked about it, uh, some commercial real estate uh, friends as well who said, uh, so what? Uh, some some local guys that uh, you know they 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 had the same concerns that we heard this morning from uh, from people like Jonathan Cooper of uh, McDonald the Real Estate Group and also uh, 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 Rob Phillip of the uh, the Fraser Valley Real Estate Board. Um, when I came back, I was a little surprised when you you know you listen back to the some of the language the BC Liberals used uh, before on this idea of a of a foreign uh, tax. Uh, they were not uh, warm to the idea. And uh, now, obviously, they've they've implemented it. I thought it was rather quick, and um, was kind of surprised by it uh, happening in the summer like it did. But it is an election year. It is, uh, you know, what for for the NDPs, it, it feels like they've had such a high uh, portfolio on the the housing issue that uh, the Liberals came in and kind of I don't know took some ground on that. I think I think they a shrewd a shrewd move for the for the BC Liberals in a sense. One thing, whether you like Christy Clark or not, she is a very shrewd politician. She's, uh, I think, made a Teflon in so many ways. Uh, the tax has already had some effect on the ho- the prices of houses. If not, the market was already starting to cool anyway, and that may be attributed to the fact that it is summertime and less transactions happen anyway. It had to take a slowdown anyway. Apart from those that got stuck and if you were in the middle of a deal, I can I can only imagine how PO'd I'd be if if that were me. Sellers and buyers. Let's oh yeah, and, There's two people, and it's two, a domino. It's yeah. a domino effect. Yeah, I'd be pretty I'd be pretty annoyed too. But on balance, uh, I think most people, at least according to the polling that I've read, most people are they're okay with it. They're they're in fact happy with it. Now, Kathleen Wynne, and if you don't know who that is, uh, she's Ontario the Ontario Premier. Now, she talked a bit about, uh, you know, we should perhaps look at this. And, and um, you know, people in Ontario are really, for the most part, if you're outside of Toronto, you're fed up with the, the, the Liberal government in Ontario. I can, I can tell you that for, for certain without, uh, <laughs> uh, trust me on that. Um, but in Toronto and the GTA area, they, they very much like their government there for, for certain reasons. But uh, she talked a bit about the idea of the foreign tax. And I found it interesting that uh, sales uh, just shot up uh, very recently in Toronto. And, uh, you know, things are going gangbusters there right now. Um, you know, if you like the idea or if you don't like the idea, you, you can't say that the B.C. Liberal government didn't do anything on the housing issue, the, the affordability issue, uh, come election time, because yeah. they have. They but have. The, only, the only thing, I, well, yes, I, I would argue that this will not do a whole lot not for the affordability. I'm not sure that it's going to help in, in terms of affordability, although it will, it will take some of, the, some of the edge off the higher prices, which hopefully will, will trickle down. That's that's what we can hope for. Bruce, you have what to say? Yeah, I think the 15% is just a tax grab by the government, and it's so trivial it won't affect, uh, as you say, affordability one little bit, uh, whether it's the high end or, or middle uh, of the market. If they were serious about uh, 
you know, obstructing foreign buyers. They should just do like other countries do, like Australia or Mexico and a number of the other places, and say, no, you have to be a, a citizen or a, a resident of Canada on a regular basis and, and stop all the shilly-shallying. Uh, uh, you know, in Hong Kong, for example, they have a 15% tax there. It's worked out very well. New York City has just uh, implemented a tax system there that's not too different from uh, what what is happening here. I, I don't think we want to ban foreign buyers per se. They're uh, not the root cause of this no. affordability issue. In let's, fact, let's, let's, let's show show us proof that suggests that. that no, we they, want them. They, they we want people aren't. to come with their money. We want yeah. them to. We've invited them. They've shown up. We, we want them to to invest here, but we want them to pay their share. That's all I think anybody wants, anyone expects, and I think that's a reasonable expectation. Appreciate your call, Bruce, uh, and your thought on that. Uh, we'll have to take a deeper look, too. And we have in the past, John, but maybe it's time to dig out. I don't have them in front of me. Dig out some numbers, what they are doing in other jurisdictions. We've talked about that, I know, in the past. It's not too different than what's happening here, although the, the Sauter and SFU, the, that group of economists, have come up with a different plan that's based more on income, based more on CRA than it is on uh, on identity. Uh, nonetheless, we have to take a break. Uh, we'll keep the phone open if you want to join us, 604-280-9898, star 9898 on your mobile and at CKNW on Twitter. This is Vancouver Real Estate Today on News Talk 980 CKNW. Well, John, when you were in Ontario and you were having a look at the market, uh, did, you, did you sense that things were as frenzied in the Toronto areas as they are here in Vancouver? Uh, I didn't get that sense, but I wasn't there long enough and, and plugged in as, as I used to be when I, when I hosted a real estate show there, uh, Ian. Um, but you know what? It's, 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 I think it's that same thing. We, we just kind of have to wait and see and, and bide some time to see the impacts there. But uh, definitely the numbers uh, in July, very strong as far as sales go all across the board um, in Toronto. And uh, that's just uh, one, one, one thing we'll keep an eye on to see you know, how, how much uh, sales have, have gone up in that area and how much sales have dropped here in Vancouver. Um, what do we got here? Alan, are you there? Yes. Yeah, go ahead, please. Yeah, uh, I, I think uh, when there's a government that has the power to tax, they usually say where the tax is for, uh, the building roads or sewers. This tax is going directly into the coffers of the of the government of British Columbia. It should be earmarked before the tax is levied. It should be earmarked. For instance, uh, emergency shelter, which is part of the housing problem, or affordable housing, it should not go up to the BC Hydro Dam. Well, they have. Well, we don't know that it's going to the BC Hydro Dam. They did say it will go uh, back into affordable housing, although we don't know what that exactly looks like. I, I understand what your point is: is if you're going to have a tax, uh, that it should be uh, accountable. The one thing that I always get a kick out of, Low, is when uh, when people say. Uh, you know, the government is taxing, you know, we are the government, basically. It's, it's our money. We are the ones that pay those taxes. Yeah. Uh, so it's our money. It's your money, my money. As long as you're paying taxes, uh, it's, uh, it's the government. We, we elect the government. So we have to be careful how we, how we do that and recognize that the money that we pay in taxes will be spent by those people that we trust with it. But I think your point is well taken. Where is that money going to go? Now, I, I've only heard anecdotally that it's going to go to some kind of affordable housing program. But 
I haven't seen anything. Have you? I'm in the same boat as you, Ian, on that. Um, you know, we'll have to do some more research for for next weekend's show and perhaps uh, bring some some more light on that side of the story. But uh, I heard the same thing you did. Um, now, you know, we're hearing stories, and we talked a bit about it earlier in the show about people that are affected by this. Now, we we talked to realtors who are upset about it. We're getting your calls and tweets right now, and uh, keep them coming as well because it's nice to hear from from people around BC what they think of this tax. But uh, just one immigrant family, new immigrant family that uh, we spoke with. They bought a home on Bowen Island and for about $765,000. But uh, this tax, and because of the retroactive nature of it, meant that they didn't have to dish out an additional $100,000. You know what? It's things like that 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 I I think of when I hear this tax. It's not, oh, well, it's going to stop someone from China coming over to buy, and and that's going to stop... You know, or that's going to help me buy a place in Vancouver because they're not buying here. I don't think that way when I, when I hear this story. Um, just to give you an, an idea, when this tax first came in, I spoke to uh, this this week. I reached out to the uh, BC Land Title and Survey Authority, and they had a record-setting few days, of course, as you can imagine. Uh, they tell me approximately 15,000 transactions were filed on the final two days before uh, this new foreign, uh, buy, foreign buyer property tax went into effect. To give you some uh, idea of just uh, the impact of it. And then some realtors I've spoke to uh, estimate around 4,000 transactions uh, fell through because of it. 4,000? 3,000 wow. being new pre-sale condos. Wow. So just, those are estimates. Yeah, and, and, I'm, and I'm sure that there's that. there's probably realtors that are yelling at us right now, you know, because they've had deals fall through. They feel bad for those deals. How not, could, yeah, how could you not? Not I mean, just yeah. for the, the money, because obviously that's always a big part of it, but because people had a contract signed in good faith, and I wonder... And I would w- be mad too. How will there be a be? challenge? Yeah, and how could... Oh, the next side of this story is going to be the, the legal side. Yeah. The, the, the the legalities that come from the next the next little while, I think that's going to be where the story goes, and uh, the, the challenges, as you mentioned, from from the, these are done deals. Yeah, you know they're they're signed, put pen on paper. That's a signed done deal, and I think the the, the legal side of this is going to be the very interesting side that uh, we'll watch with interest here on Real Estate Today, and um, it's just. Uh, it's a never-ending story, isn't it, Ian? Well, as I often say, it's our very favorite sport around these parts. Yeah. Uh, forget the Olympics. Yeah, forget the Olympics. Are, are the Olympics on? <laughs> oh, yeah, I think so. I think in uh, Rio? Yeah. Are the Canucks playing? Uh, not yet. Uh, anyway, look, at uh, that's all the time we have today, but we will be back next weekend. If you want to comment on this program, again, go to cknw.com and click on Vancouver Real Estate Today. Mike Given is our technical producer. For John Meyer, my name is Ian Power. Stay with us. It's CKNW Weekend Next with Charmaine De Silva. This is Vancouver Real Estate Today on News Talk 980 CKNW.